Good morning. It's November 20th, and this is your daily brief in world news. Here's everything you need to know. Efforts to negotiate a ceasefire between Israel, the U.S., and Hamas are in progress. Qatar is mediating the negotiations and believes a deal is possible. The major issue is logistics and whether Israel will agree to a cessation in its offensive. The U.S. is looking into the strikes on a U.N.-run school and emphasizes the need to prevent civilian casualties. President Biden has called for the Palestinian Authority to govern Gaza and the West Bank without displacement or reduction in territory. A recent draft proposes a four- to five-day pause in fighting for the initial release of 50 hostages. There are concerns about aid distribution, and Israel has listed the hostages it wants included in the agreement. The negotiations are ongoing, and no final agreement has been reached yet. Argentina is holding a closely contested presidential runoff between ultra-liberal candidate Javier Millet and Peronist economy minister Sergio Massa. Millet, an outsider in politics, has a slight advantage in the polls and may benefit from the support of right-wing conservative Patricia Bullrich. The election's outcome will significantly impact Argentina's political system, economic policies, and international relations. Concerns are raised about Millet's authoritarian rhetoric and its potential impact on Argentina's stability. Despite concerns over Millet's character, his lead suggests that Argentina's economic woes may be the more pressing issue for voters. The election took place amidst a severe economic crisis, with chronic inflation, high poverty rates, and a depreciating currency. The campaign has been marked by fear and attacks from both sides, and 6% of voters remain undecided. The Argentine Electoral Chamber has dismissed suspicions of fraud in the recent elections. The new president will be inaugurated on December 10th and will inherit a challenging economic situation, requiring the navigation of a fragmented Congress to pass legislation. The healthcare system in Gaza has collapsed due to ongoing attacks and lack of essential resources. Thousands were forced to evacuate Al-Shifa Hospital after it was raided by the Israeli army. Reports of attacks on a UN shelter and a residential building have led to multiple deaths. President Biden proposed the reunification of West Bank and Gaza under a revitalized Palestinian authority, but it was rejected by the Israeli prime minister. Efforts are currently underway to negotiate a ceasefire and release hostages. The World Health Organization, WHO, described the situation at Al-Shifa Hospital as a death zone and managed to evacuate critically ill babies. The bombings in Gaza, including the targeting of a UN-run school, have been labeled as war crimes, raising concerns about Israel's credibility. The largest hospital in Gaza, Al-Shifa, has been evacuated due to severe shortages of supplies and ongoing conflict. The World Health Organization transferred 31 premature babies to a southern hospital for intensive care before moving them to Egyptian hospitals. Gaza's healthcare system is overwhelmed and unable to accommodate more patients. Reports of Israeli troops raiding Al-Shifa's surgical department and arresting a patient are being circulated, though denied by Hamas and hospital staff. The Israel-Hamas war has caused heavy civilian casualties, leading the UN Secretary General to call for an end to the violence. Many of the transferred babies have lost their parents in the conflict, and surviving parents have been ordered to leave Gaza City, stranding nearly 300 critically ill patients. Yemen's Houthi rebels, supported by Iran, have hijacked the British-owned Galaxy Leader cargo ship, 
operating with a Japanese crew in the Red Sea. The rebels have taken 25 crew members hostage and demand an end to Israel's campaign against Hamas. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu condemns the hijacking, attributing it to Iran, and labels it an act of terrorism. The incident underlines the ongoing tensions in the region and exposes the vulnerability of ships in the Red Sea, raising fears about escalating tensions and their implications for global trade and energy supplies. The U.S. and the international community are closely observing the situation and striving for the safe release of the hostages. This has been your daily brief in world news. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at brief.news. And for more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know 